What is up, guys? It is uh, Tate Singleton of the Backyard Podcast. This is our first episode. I'm here with my co-host, Toby Landreth. Hey, guys. What's up? All right. So today we're just going to be talking about pretty much anything and everything. Um, One of our first topics that I really wanted to talk about here today is COVID-19. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people have kind of... uh, forgotten about it in a lot of ways wouldn't you say so toby it's kind of like died down a little bit in, in yeah some ways. i don't think it needs to die down like us personally we don't need to worry about the virus but like we need to take the precautions so that people that do have to worry about it probably should right and you know i saw recently that uh the u.s actually uh we've hit our uh, highest case numbers ever it was one hundred and sixteen thousand something so covid numbers are actually only like growing more uh, and i think that is that could cause a lot of interesting developments in the coming months um you know i've personally never been really affected by uh covid19 i don't know about you but i i haven't been but i just think it's really interesting to kind of uh see those case numbers continue to rise um, yeah, I mean, winter months. other than my brother, like, he got quarantined again because of close contact, but he's never directly been, like, con- been a confirmed case of COVID, so... Right. Yeah, We're I got safe. I got quarantined uh, a few weeks back, um, sometime in October, um, because because of that. I actually I have known a, quite a few people uh, that have had COVID. I know when it first started, uh, you know, we're talking about like March, and then going into June, I really didn't know anybody. But you know, with the school year starting up, I've known quite a few people that have said that they have had COVID, and they've described you know how terrible it is, and like how awful you know you can't like taste or smell anything in a lot of these cases. Uh, but uh, I think it was really interesting, kind of just like how coming back to school, you know, things kind of like changed in the way they did. Well, like actually with coming back to school, um, my mom's side of the family, we've always all been really close. Well, like we've all been disowned basically <laughs> Really? since my mom decided to give us the choice. She gave us the choice, me, my brother and sister. Now that I'm 18, I, she gave me that choice if we wanted to go to school and we all three said yes. Yeah. Well, like my aunt just had a baby. And my aunt and my grandma is in within the age range where it's unsafe to be around her, so we took that precaution. I mean, we knew we had to do that. We were going to do everything we could to like make sure we could still stay in contact with them. You know, FaceTime, text, call, everything like that. But they didn't like that, especially my aunt, and she uh, she really went off on my mom. Bad things happened, but uh, you know things are slowly healing back. <laughs> I think I think I know we're not the only family that's probably gone through that. Uh, I know it's a hard thing to go through. And right. I mean, you know, it's just a part of what's going on right now. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, I actually have yet to be tested uh, for COVID, but everyone in my family has. I think my brother was tested for it. My dad, you know, with his job has been tested for it. My mom's actually a nurse and uh, she's been kind of not on the front lines, but she's definitely been like on floors in hospitals with COVID cases. And she's kind of had to deal with that, putting on a bunch of gear, dealing with COVID patients, uh, which is just a surreal thing to think about, really. You know, sometimes my mom will come to will come up to me and be like, hey, you should be a nurse. And I'm just kind of like, uh, not really. But you know, I think it's really interesting. <laughs> though i think covid has kind of made me even more interested in kind of the world of healthcare and what these people do so just to think about like even handling somebody with a covid case is so surreal and interesting to think about yeah i like that actually is something to think about like i wonder if the number of like doctors and nurses and emts and all that i don't know if there's a difference i think that 
I don't know. <laughs> I think that's there's a different job. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. But I wonder if that number is like going to go up after this. Like those people see those people now. I mean, those are those are heroes right, right. now. So I mean, people are like, oh, I want to do that. I yeah, mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it went up. It could definitely go up. But I've also thought, you know, maybe this has kind of gotten people scared a little bit of like having those like huge, uh, you know, huge responsibility jobs of being a doctor, being a nurse, um, you know, on the front lines. I think. Uh, maybe they might stop, you know, maybe they might not be as interested, which would be terrible. But I also see your side where I, co- I completely agree. People could be super interested in uh, yeah. doing something like that. So I think we're going to move on to our next topic, uh, you know, here uh, at uh, uh, Backyard Studios. We love media yeah. of all kinds. We love film. We love music. Uh, we love uh, TV. I kind of want to talk about some of the like more recent films that we've seen and just kind of discuss it because I know COVID-19, you know, transitioning uh, has kind of, brought upon a little bit of a film drought, you know? Um, but there's yeah. still some great stuff out there. Have you seen anything really awesome yet, Toby? Oh, the last thing I saw was actually with you when we went and saw Tenet. <laughs> um, you know, uh, rewatching Mandalorian. But other than that, I mean, I watched Tenet in the theaters. That was the last movie I really watched in the in the movies. Uh, you know, we watched some some classic horror films on Halloween. Uh, Halloween, actually. Yeah, the, Halloween. the movie Halloween on Halloween. <laughs> One, two, and three, and oh my gosh, Halloween three is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> really? Have you ever seen it? I have not. No, I saw the Halloween reboot uh, that came out a few years ago, but I never saw the actual original. Like, yeah. you ever seen the, like, no, I haven't. I really two? need to. I really need yeah, to. Yeah, like watch the first two. They're really good. They're like the epitome of like home film. Like they were made off a of shoestring budget. Really? Literally, the mask Michael Meyer wears is a William Shatner mask painted white. For those of you who don't know, William Shatner was Captain Kirk in Star Trek. <laughs> um, you know, as far as you were talking about Tenet earlier, that was like the last like big movie oh, yeah. you saw. I mean, Tenet was kind of like is kind of like the only like huge major release to kind of come out during this pandemic in theaters. Um, and seeing that, you know, was kind of like a big return to the theaters for a lot of people. I feel like including you, um, but Tenet was a great return to theaters. I would say Tenet was amazing. You know, a lot of people kind of came into it and they left, they left being really confused and they weren't really happy with it. But personally, I was really happy with Tenet. I love Tenet. It was like a happy confusion. A happy confusion. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I understood the premise and I understood what happened, but there was like, uh, I'm trying not to give away spoilers, but there was like a whole like weird thing to it. Like there was a few plot holes I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think that he did, like the director did it himself. I can't remember what the director's name was. Christopher Nolan. This is is one of the most legendary directors. Yeah. I could, I always, I'm terrible with his name. That's fine. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. But yeah, Christopher Nolan, he always has weird mind boggling movies, but like, I mean, some of them are just too far. I've actually never seen Inception. Inception. Oh my gosh. You know, actually, uh, before Tenet came out, they were putting Christopher Nolan films back in theaters. I remember Regal Movies actually has closed again recently, but for a while Regal was open and they were playing Inception and Interstellar. And I actually went to go see those with my friends and they were great to see in theaters. I mean, Christopher Nolan films, I feel like you have to see in theaters to get like the best experience. Yeah. Just because they're such mind boggling epics, especially Tenet being uh, more on the mind boggling side of things. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, a happy confusion that I left with yeah. because I understood what happened in the end, but it was more like I wanted to know more about the movie. Like I figured, like I actually went home and I watched a, a video on YouTube about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
As far as other movies go, I know, you know, Mulan was a big thing uh, people were talking about before the pandemic. They were excited for that and also kind of worried because, you know, Disney is a whole like live action thing, yeah. like live action remake thing. But not even talking about the content of the movie itself because I have yet to see it. Me and you actually talked about this, didn't we? What do you mean? I don't remember what. About how it's like, okay, we understand the content and everything, mm-hmm. but like. 30 bucks that's that's what i was gonna say no that's what i was gonna say because the thing is disney didn't want to release this movie well they like they want to come out but like during a pandemic in theaters they're not going to do that um because i feel like i guess disney is a lot lot more cautious about that even though attendance numbers i think were great but the thing is they released it on disney plus but you have to pay in addition to you know the seven dollar a month membership for Uh disney plus thirty dollars to get access to to mulan which i don't think anybody like for an at-home experience wants to pay thirty dollars to like i mean that's why people like watch movies at home because they're like to like some movies to buy they're like three dollars or even to rent they're just like two dollars yeah and you know charging 10 times that amount <laughs> i mean yes it's a new movie and yes it's like a remake of a classic but still 30 dollars is just way too much um so i know a lot of people that resorted to pirating that i just i cannot believe yeah. anybody would pay 30 dollars um to see mulan on streaming like that yeah um but in, in other news and better news for the movie world i i guess you haven't seen this yet but have you heard of the new borat movie I have. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I heard that it wasn't that good. Really? Yeah. I Like, okay, I understand, like, we have to get political around right now. But, like, mm-hmm. that was what, uh, that was just what was personally told to me by someone who had already seen it. I've never seen the movie. But they told me it was just too political and that they just, it wasn't like the original. And, I mean, for the most part, everyone knows that's how sequels usually are. They're, they're nothing to compare to the original. Right. So, I mean... I kind of expected that, but I haven't seen it personally. I would say, you know, from what I've been uh, hearing in online circles, and I've shown the new Borat movie to my friends, and and they've loved it. But the thing is, uh, people most of the time would say that Borat 1 is better than Borat 2. I personally disagree. Yes, and like Borat 2 is uh, a lot more political than Borat 1. However, it's political satire. And I think just the way that... um, uh, the guy who portrays Borat, Sacha Baron Cohen. I don't. I don't know. I forget his name. But yeah, that, he, yeah, Sacha Baron Cohen. Yeah, he is just really good at playing this character and being super satirical with America. Even if you kind of disagree with like how you know it's kind of like left leaning politics. I just think a lot yeah. of what happens in the movie is extremely funny and uh, just it, it was it was just, just a super fun journey. Well, uh, the entire way. I like his take on America because he's not American. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but he's not also. I, Kagastani. I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure, but I don't know. Sure. (laughs) I know he's from Kagastan. That's where Borat's from. Yeah. But like, I feel like it's funny because he's from like England and he doesn't like, I like, that's something that's always interests me. I'm like, I wonder how other countries look at the United States. And And so so, kind of getting his point of view through film is really interesting. It's not. Not a good point of view. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't paint us in the best light, certainly. If anybody here listening has seen Borat 2, especially uh, the end, uh, I don't want to give any any spoilers, but the end makes a really big mockery kind of of what's happening right now. (laughs) And it's just, it's super funny. It's also super sad to kind of watch as an American, but um, it's just, it's a really interesting movie uh, all around. So, Um, Um, also with films, uh, looking around at your posters, <laughs> when is um, 
Wes Anderson releasing his oh, new movie. Like, man. I know I heard about it. You know, this was one of the biggest, this is one of the most anticipated films of 2020 was The French Dispatch, directed by Wes okay. Anderson, his yeah. next film. But the thing is, I think that was that was slated for this year. You know, everybody thought it was going to come out and then COVID happens. It's been delayed, like, yeah. indefinitely, I think. I Nobody knows when that's coming out. And, I mean, you know what? I am willing to wait because, like, his movies are great. You know? Absolutely. Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Life Aquatic, um, Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Um, what was the one? Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom, Those yeah. are some of, like, my favorite movies. I've actually never seen the Grand Budapest Hotel. You've never, Hotel. yeah, exactly. You're looking at my posters. I know, I've got a, I have a Grand Budapest Hotel um, <laughs> poster in my room, and he, this man right here has not seen that. That is my favorite Wes Anderson film. It's it's amazing. It has some of it. my favorite actors in it, too. It's got, yeah. um, what's his name? Is it Adrian Brody? Uh, I'm not quite sure. I need to, I need I to look back at the I can't ever remember his name. Like, I know his face. And then it has... Voldemort? I can't think of his name either. <laughs> um, I, when I, whenever I think of a Wes Anderson film, I always think Bill Murray. Like, that is the first person that comes to mind. <laughs> um, which, uh, Bill Murray is great in each and every Wes oh, yeah. Anderson film. Yeah. Um, and actually, they put, very recently, I think last month, they put uh, The World Ten of Bombs, they put Life Aquatic, and they put his first film, Rushmore, all on Amazon Prime. So I just kind of went oh. back and I watched those, and it was really fun. Um, yeah. But, Life Aquatic is my favorite movie. Like, yeah, I mean, Life Aquatic is great. I agree. I watched it uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I actually think I was just super tired and I fell asleep near the end. I need to go back and watch it. But yeah, like, I mean, it was a great movie. Fa- Steven knew that. It was. A, it was a great. It was a great movie though. Um, but like Royal Tenenbaums, uh, that's my. That's like my family. <laughs> oh yeah. Like <laughs> my grandpa was not the greatest guy. Uh, I mean, he oh, did yeah. crazy things before he died, and like I never met him until I was even eleven. So like me, me and my brother are always like, we're like, oh yeah, look, mom, we're Ben Stiller's kids. <laughs> and she's like, you guys are actually right. She was like, grandpa was not the best best guy, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he tried to buy our love. Man, I just now I'm thinking about. There's so many movies that just have not come out this year. You know, have you uh, heard of Dune? I have. Um, that has Timothy Chalamet in it. It has oh Zendaya gosh. in it. And it's like this huge like sci-fi epic directed by the guy who did Arrival and who did Blade Runner, the new Blade oh, Runner. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be really good. And it was going to come out you know, earlier this year. They were saying October. And then it got delayed to December. And now it's October of next year is what they're saying that's going to come out, which is so unfortunate. I mean, I've never seen the original Dune. But I heard well that it was not good. Well, the thing the thing is, right? Dune, you know, this is a this is a ad- adaptation of a sci fi novel. Yeah. Um, but like the first the first adaption of Dune, which was directed by David Lynch, which I don't think you've seen any of David Lynch's films, but David Lynch is a crazy man. His films are super weird. They're very dreamlike. They're not in chronological order a lot of the time. They're very weird. And David Lynch's interpretation, the thing is, he didn't really even have control over over the, the first Dune. Um, and he kind of says that it's not his film anymore. But yeah, it wasn't the best is from is what everybody says. But, you know, getting a, a new adaptation in 2020, you know, with more tech, with better technology to like kind of explain this huge like sci fi story with these great actors. I think it's going to be a great film. It's yeah. it just sucks that we have to wait another year for it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm, I'm going to put that out, put this out there. And I think, you know, this. Can't stand Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I don't know why. He just bugs me. Is I'm it, sick of seeing him. Is it on, just him or is it like the fan base? Like The fan base. The I fan think. base. I think it's just like the like how much he had. Like 
It's like he's just a guy. He's just an actor. Women obsess over him. I mean, like they they definitely do. Like um, I'm not like jealous of him. I'm not <laughs> like yeah, he's an attractive guy, but I'm not like anywhere near him. I'm just so sick of hearing about him. Yeah. I think that's what it is. In a way, it kind of reminds me of like how people uh, really obsessed over Justin Bieber back in the day, or you could even say One Direction. It's just kind of now it's kind of going in like the way of like movie actors, <laughs> kind Probably, of with, with Tim- yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Um, like I'm sure he's a nice guy and everything. I'm sure <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about him. But no, uh, I know. completely, I completely understand. Um, earlier today, you were talking uh, before you came over to my house. You had to do a bunch of errands and stuff, and you actually told me before we started recording, oh, you had yeah. a few stories you yeah. wanted to talk about. So I'm really interested so, to kind of hear what that's about. So my day consisted of I had to go to the doctor because like I had this I've been having this weird problem with my jaw where it like gets really sore. And, like, it's hard for me to eat almost. Like, it's really painful. And it's been, like, I happened on my right jo- on my right side of my jaw before. And it went away within, like, a couple, like, weeks. But then um, the, the my left side started. And it was, like, really, really bad. Like, I could hardly eat. And so I went to the doctor this morning. And I get there. And I had, like, the rudest lady ever. <laughs> like, she was so mean. Like, unnecessarily. Like, where I go in there because, like, I found out that, it, like, walk-ins were welcome. So I just go up there. And I'm like, oh, I'm here to make an appointment. I said make an appointment. And she's like, okay, well, what's your name? I'm like, Tobias Landreth, because, I mean, I have to use that. And um, so she put, starts pulling up everything. She's like, well, you don't have an appointment. I'm like, I, I never, ha- never said I had an appointment. <laughs> I was like, I want to make one. She's like, well, next time say that. And I'm like, what? I, I'm just trying to get in there and see someone. So I finally get back there. And I'm, like, waiting forever. It's not my normal doctor, actually. My uh, my normal doctor couldn't see me. So it was this one guy. I won't name him because that would be wrong. <laughs> but, like, I get in there, and he starts, like, poking around my jaw and, like, really rubbing my jaw. And it hurts really bad. And so he, like, starts joking with me. And he gives me, like, this prescription of, like, heavy, like headache medicine i would say they're not painkillers i'm not <laughs> taking painkillers they're just like they're like a really heavy dosage of aleve wow and so i get the pill or let me back up so he gives me that and he's really weird and so i leave and i have to go pick it up at neighborhood walmart and so i'm there and they're telling me you have to wait 30 minutes where we have it done in 30 minutes so i start walking around and I'm also having this problem where I think I'm lactose intolerant. And so I had to go find this pill. And, like, I had to wait 30 minutes. So I'm just looking around the aisle. I'd already found the lactose intolerant pill that I needed. And I'm standing there. And I'm realizing I'm standing there for a really long time around, like, where there's, like, laxatives and enemas. And, like, <laughs> everyone is giving me really weird looks. Oh and I'm just, gosh. like... I, like, realize, like, there's the same, like, Walmart employee walking back and forth just seeing me, like, checking out the enemas and stuff. And I'm just, like, I'm going to go down there and look at some, like, frozen pizzas or something. And, um, dang. What else was I going to say? I can't remember all of it now. I mean, I I probably wouldn't want to remember all of that. No. (laughs) Now that I'm hearing the story. Yeah. They tried to charge me like $94 for it. And I was like, that's not no. right. I have insurance. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Also, I quit my job today. 
quit your job I, today. Well, but, well, you put in your I put in my two, two weeks. weeks notice. I put in yeah. my two weeks at Larry's Pizza, as most of you famously know. I worked there. <laughs> well, I will not soon. I currently work there, but in two weeks I won't. <laughs> um, and I talked to my manager about it, and she was just like, "Yeah." She was like, "Do what you got to do, man." She was like, hey, "That's good." She's like, "I totally understand." She's like, "That's good." But the thing is, she isn't my GM. So I'm going to have to deal with him for the next couple of weeks because oh. he like he like takes it personally. And it's like nothing against him or anything. It's just like, I don't know. It is what it is. Like my know? assistant manager is the one I talked to. And she was just like, well, you know, um, you know, if you want to do this, this is your choice. You're an adult. She's right. Like, I don't care. She was like, I'm not going to. She's like, I'd love for you to stay. She's like, but if you don't want to stay, that's your choice. Yeah. I mean, like. It's not like you have any sort of, you know, loyalty. I mean, like, yes, you've worked there for a long time, but, you know, the job market is what it is, you know, and you are an adult. You're able to make your own decisions. Uh, So I'm glad that at least your assistant manager, right, uh, understands kind of where you're coming from with that. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. It sounds like you're not going to have the most fun uh, dealing in the next It's just going to be a bunch of jokes and stuff. And, I mean, I don't care. Okay. But, yeah. Nice, man. Uh, I was actually, you know, uh, up in North Little Rock uh, yesterday uh, with, out with my mom, and we went to Target, and we saw a sign, $15 an hour at Target now. And we saw this at the Conway Target the other day, but it's just now, like, hey, this is, like, kind of everywhere. Like, the Target, like, Target, $15 an hour, that is amazing. So I'm really thinking about, you know, yeah. uh, applying to yeah. Target. That might be the move, especially, you know, with the holiday season, getting all those hours in, Uh and also, you know, the PlayStation 5 is coming out. I don't know how excited you are for that. I'm very excited for that. I'm really excited about the PlayStation 5. There is something I know, but I can't say it because it's like it involves my family. It was a secret. My grandma made me keep and everything. But just in case, I can't say anything. So, <laughs> okay. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, um I've just been reading up on reviews lately. I just like getting everything I can. I know the day it launches, you know, nobody's going to be able to go in store to pick it up pick it up is what they've oh, said. Yeah. Yeah. But online only, but apparently Walmart has specific times that they're, they're dropping new orders online. So I just oh. got to be on my computer ready to put my credit card information in yeah. and just get stuff to get stuff done. Just, just wait. I've I, saved up for this. I am so excited. Yeah, I'm probably not going to get one until next year. I mean, that's understandable because I might not even get one even yeah. though, you know, I'm yeah. ready to buy one because they've they're having huge stock issues. They can't meet the demand. I mean, I the demand for these new consoles is unheard of. And also, I don't know about you, but I hate the way that the Xbox S or whatever it's called looks. <laughs> Why is it a tower? Like it, oh, some people have called it a fridge. <laughs> it does. It, it looks, looks like, like you a have fridge. a mini fridge. Yeah. Um I just here's my thing on the new design for the new consoles. The Xbox, it's the Series X. I I mean like the naming is super confusing by yeah. the way. If you've if you've, you know, involved in gaming at all, you know the naming scheme is weird, but the Xbox uh Series X looks just like a a really boring kind of like black slab, you know, like a fridge. Yeah. And then the PlayStation 5 is huge and looks like it's from an alien planet. It kind of <laughs> looks like a wave to me, like like a huge like white wave. Yeah. Like, meeting and converging but the big thing reviewers have said it's is that the playstation 5 is just huge and they're having trouble fitting at places and just it's really interesting this new generation and how consoles look i'll say that well i mean that's what they did with the playstation 4 the first version that came out was like humongous and then they had like the ps4 pro and it was like the size of like an 
internet router. Well, I don't know if they were humongous. I mean, they're definitely pretty beefy. The thing with the yeah. PS4 is people called it an eraser. If you look at the original PS4 design, oh, no, yeah. things look like I an eraser. I still have the original PS4. Yeah, and now the Xbox One, meanwhile, was just like, just eh, it was kind of boring. It was just it was like a this, box. Yeah, it was just a box. Um, Especially if you got like the digital version. It was it's just a box. Oh, you're talking about the Xbox One? Yeah, uh, the Xbox One. The new one. all digital one? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's, uh, you know, the new consoles are... Uh, digital only versions there's digital only versions uh the xbox uh series s <laughs> is uh 2.99 and that's digital only and then the ps5 has a digital only version i think that's really interesting how they're kind of moving in the direction of you know like online digital only downloads because i mean that's kind of what pc has been you know for a while is you don't really put in discs anymore for the pc but i think i don't know for like the, the ps5 i'm gonna buy the disc version i think because you know 4k blu-ray is a huge thing for me now um and just putting that in i want to enjoy like you know my blu-ray movies i've got a huge collection so but it's really interesting to see kind of them going in that digital direction yeah um so i guess our next topic you were talking uh, you know earlier about how you're, like, you're an adult you can make your own decisions uh at the time of recording this i am 17 but tomorrow uh, i will be 18 years old i will officially be <laughs> an adult and it is so surreal to me i just man i don't know i mean how is how's the adult life been treating you so far um well considering i'm still 18 and in high school yeah um not a lot has changed can't really do much really like <laughs> nah you can't like you can't get nicotine anymore i mean i probably wasn't going to but you can't do that anymore um you can't gamble i thought you could gamble but you can't really no you can't go to a casino hmm like i was like oh cool i'd go to a casino and bet like five dollars and then go get something to eat sure that sounds fun yeah but like no you can't you have to be like 21 so like everything that was like you got to look forward to when you were 18 has now been bumped up to 21 21 not trying to downplay being 18 <laughs> though i just realized i was being a total downer about mm-hmm. it but like you know just like you got a lot more responsibility yeah um, um you can sign things now you oh don't have to gosh be like, hey yes. mom hey dad can you sign this yeah um i got to sign a waiver that said i could be in some newspaper for cabot i don't know Hmm. And, like, my mom saw it, and she was like, how'd you get in there? I was like, oh, I signed a paper. And she was like, why didn't I sign it? I'm like, because I'm 18. <laughs> you don't have to sign anything right. anymore. Um, I do get more freedom now, though. Like, right. my mom's like, I don't know how everyone else's parents are, but, like, mine are like, just don't be stupid, because we're not responsible for you anymore. Right, that's what <laughs> You're my mom's responsible been for me. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, she's like, I'll still take care of you. She's like, but if you get into trouble, that's like... That's like on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what my mom told me. Like, you know, if you get caught, you know, out doing something bad, you know, by the cops, I can't help you. You know, like that's all on you. There's no juvie anymore if you do anything uh, bad. I've never, I know, I've never done anything, but I'm just saying, you know, what from what I've heard. But also with the drinking thing, we were, my mom. I was talking to my mom with that the other day. She is really looking forward to going on a cruise. Now, I don't think personally that we're going to be going on this cruise. It's for spring break because, you yeah. know, COVID and all that, case numbers are only rising. I think they're going to cancel the cruises. But she was saying, you know, if we get to go on this cruise, you know, you're going to be 18. In Mexico, the age, <laughs> <laughs> you can drink when you're 18 in Mexico. So she's saying, like, hey. <laughs> it's like that, like, everywhere almost. Yeah, like, ex- I know, except for America. Which, I, yeah, like yeah. every other country. It's like, yeah, 18, sure, do, do it. But, yeah, but... Here, a lot of things are 21 and over. United States, gotta be a huge buzzkill. Come on. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as other things I'm looking forward though to uh, when I turn 18, I kind of really want to get like like my first like real credit card. You know, I've been looking at you know because I'm a huge Apple yeah. user. Uh, the Apple card, getting cash back on those Apple purchases, and also the like pay per month thing. I think would be nice to have. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm gonna have so much more financial freedom uh, with being 18. Um, yeah. Like that's actually what I plan on doing too. Yeah, try and get an Apple credit card and get some credit built up. So exactly. Go into college with some credit. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. And then also uh, maybe the stock market investing a little bit because a lot of people you know have talked about that. And I've been super interested in the stock market from a young age, so I'd like to you know maybe uh, put my money somewhere in, in like Apple stocks, for example. You know, in case yeah. you know I see that going up, but. Uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff opens up to you when you're 18. A lot of stuff doesn't. You know, a lot of the fun stuff a seems to not open up. The fun stuff seems to like be like 21. It's like you're stretch, like you're about to reach it, and then it just like walks away, and you're yeah. just like, no, what? It's just like when I was younger, I would think, you know, when I turn 18, I'm gonna go to Las Vegas. I'm gonna have all this fun. But reality is, if I go to, if I'm 18, I go to Las Vegas. There's a lot of stuff I can't do because, like you said, you know, I can't gamble, I can't drink, you yeah. know, probably can't, I can't smoke. Oh, uh, no. not, not that I would want to do that. I'm just saying, in, oh. in a, like in like a fantasy Las Vegas experience. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also advice to you. Okay. Get your license renewed. <laughs> I was a day late on mine. Oh, really? How did that go for you? I mean, I drove to school with an expired license, and then I realized it, and I was like, hey, I asked my friend, I was like, can you take me to the DMV? Yeah. And we went there. They didn't ask me any questions, but, like, the DMV was so sad. <sighs> it's like it's like yeah. the lights are gray in there. Yeah. It's like everything's just, like, gray and dark and they were not happy to be there. Like, the workers were not happy there. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, like, everyone's 100% correct on when they describe <laughs> the DMV. I have been to the D- DMV once when I got my uh, intermediate license. Uh, this was actually back in February. I was mm-hmm. a little bit late to the driving game, but... um. Yeah, we were there for like I want to say like two to three hours, just like waiting to get called up. They have like a ticket system, and they'll call like your ticket number whenever they're ready. And it took hours just to get my you know my card out, my my license. Um, And I hated that experience. So I'm definitely not looking forward to like getting stuff renewed for being 18 and all that. But I mean, I guess that's just kind of the process that comes with uh, being an adult. Um, yeah. something else though, that's really cool when you turn 18 is getting the right to vote. So vote. this year I unfortunately, you know, missed that opportunity. I think I was off the deadline by like four days, you know, cause November 3rd, my birthday is November 7th. Uh, you know, we're not going to get too political on here, but, um, and you know what? I'll just say it. Yeah. I am 18 mm-hmm. and I forgot to register. So you forgot to register. I to forgot vote. to register. Wow. It was, I forgot to sign one part on it, and then I read something that was like, the deadline for Arkansas is October 5th, and I was like, ah, crap, I can't do it. And so, yeah, (laughs) I missed out on my first election. But I'm registered now, so next election, Next election, I'll be too. Yeah, watch (laughs) Watch out. Toby's vote matters. My my (laughs) vote will trump alls, no pun intended. (laughs) Um... Yeah, you know, I'm really kind of bummed out I couldn't vote uh, this election, but 2022 midterms, 2024, I'll definitely, you know, make sure I'm, like, ready to vote. I think I'll go ahead and, like, I guess you can I guess you can register pretty much any time, right? Is that how it works? Um, I registered when I got my license renewed. 
I oh, don't okay. know if you can register at any time. I don't really know. Okay. Well, that's something I guess I got to look into. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, this election season has been particularly interesting. Um Things have been super close. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the numbers, but I have, I think me and everyone else have kind I, of had an election map updating every single minute just yeah. watching votes come in. I was for a little bit, but then it was more like they were just guessing at what like at the undecided mm-hmm. states. And so I was just kind of like, you know what? This is just going to psych me out. I don't really <laughs> want to like watch this. So I was like, yeah, watch King of the Hill. And that's <laughs> what I did instead. So, um, I mean, yeah, I've just, there's been so much happening the past few days. I remember election night, I stayed up so long because I was wanting to see if we were going to get a result in and we didn't, you know, they said they wouldn't, we wouldn't, but I was still kind of hoping. And then, you know, it just keeps going on, going on, going on. Nevada being very slow to count for votes, notoriously slow. Um, It's okay, Rocky, take your time. (laughs) And then Arizona still waiting on counties there and Georgia and Pennsylvania. It's just been super crazy. And I think a lot of that is because a lot of people are, are voting by mail this year, which um, because of COVID, you know, a lot of people don't yeah. want to. And also the lines I've heard at uh, yeah. to vote is not the best. Um, but it's just been a super uh, interesting election season. I mean, do you have any thoughts on just kind of how chaotic things have been? Uh, I mean, it's just been it's been crazy. And I mean, with the whole the day of finding out who our new president would be or if the same president it's i mean it's never been like that it's always taken a long time to figure out who's going to be our president right so, i mean i kind i didn't expect to know on that day and so like that's why i've kind of been i was keeping tabs on it but then i was like if people are just going to be guessing on it and just not giving me an actual report of what's <laughs> going on i'm not going to pay attention to it and i'll just find out whenever it happens yeah um i think the voting numbers this year especially were really interesting because uh the person with the most votes ever in history before this election was uh, Obama in 2008 with 69 mm-hmm. million, around 69 million uh, votes. And this year, you know, we're still counting votes, 73 million votes for Joe Biden. So he's beaten out Obama by 4 million votes for the popular vote. I think that is just amazing how wow. voter turnout has been this year even with you know covid and everything and not everyone you know wanting to do mail-in ballots because i know the republican party uh donald trump specifically was very much against his voters uh voting you know mail-in he's always like vote in person but just mm-hmm. the just amount of turnout even with covid and a lot of a major part not wanting to you know uh mail-in ballot and maybe caring about covid just it's been insane yeah, and I mean, maybe people are just, like, I think people are just so bored. They're like, oh, man, the election, it's, like, the next thing they're thinking of. Yeah. Because, you know, COVID's probably bored them out of their minds. So they're like, this is how we're going to get it, get our voices out there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, in a lot of states are still stuck at home. I have a lot of uh, friends I talk to, uh, you know, that are in, like, Texas or that are mm. in uh, North Carolina. And uh, they their school, how their school has worked there is they've been pretty much online the entire time and they've been bored to death um i've got a friend in canada (laughs) in canada but still you know very close um who just has a hybrid schedule where she's online most of the time sometimes she goes uh in school but i know that she's been kind of bored out of her mind so i mean the election has definitely gotten people flared up just because i mean a lot of people kind of needed it in a lot of ways you could say probably uh, because of covid but uh yeah 
so, I mean, I think that just about wraps up this first episode of the Backyard Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I had a lot of yeah. fun talking to Toby today. We're definitely going to look forward to having some guests uh, on the podcast in the future, some friends with some interesting yeah. takes, uh, interesting positions. So, And if you guys want to reach out to us to be on the podcast, just like anything, we'll make anything. You can be on the podcast. We'll help you make a video. We'll help you make a music video. We'll help you start your own podcast. Exactly. Just, just contact us. Whatever you want to do, we'll help you with it. All right. Well, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. See you guys. Spacebar. <laughs>